0: Welcome to The Advertising Show, America's only radio program focusing on advertising, media, marketing, product development, branding, new media, sales and customer relations. Stay with us for entertaining marketing discussion and our special guest interview. Now, here are your hosts, Ray Shillins and Brad Forsythe.
1: Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Advertising Show. It's being brought to you by Advertising Age Magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The advertising show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production. Just about a year ago, we had the pleasure of speaking and interviewing Brian Halligan, who has written a book about uh, marketing. This is not just uh, general marketing. This is talking about the new stuff out there. I'll refer to it as, instead of push marketing, traditional media, I'm calling it pull marketing. In other words, engaging people to come to your site and uh, engage in your product or service. It's a great interview, and Brian is a a wonderful person, to Hope you enjoy the uh, the advertising show as we uh, join it right now. On the advertising show, it's Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. And a very special guest is uh, Brian Halligan out of uh, Cambridge, Mass., this weekend. It's a brand-new book, and it's worthwhile. And bless your heart if you don't know a lot of this stuff already, but you should. Inbound Marketing, Get Focused, and Found using Google, Social Media, And blogs. And this is, I love this uh, part of the the descriptive, Brian. It says, um, all it takes is reversing everything you knew about marketing. Yesterday's techniques were outbound. Television commercials, magazine ads, direct mail, telemarketing, email blasts. Uh, Today, customers only respond to a new set of marketing tools which aim in the opposite direction, which is called Inbound, and I'm so glad you've written a book about this. Uh, I, I truly believe this is a very important part of uh, uh, our marketing effort here, and uh, as well as uh, many others. So, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here, Brian.
2: Thanks a lot, Ray and Brad. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. I'm just going to take uh, take take umbrage at one remark. It's a very worthwhile book. I think you meant to say it's a fantastic book.
3: Well, we leave the shameless plugs to our guests. We yeah, we're waiting for
1: you to say that, but that's fine. That's not a problem. It is fantastic, and it also is a its a pretty book, too. I'll put it that way. How's that,
3: Mike? And, and Brian doesn't know this, but uh, we are inundated with books from publishers here in the U.S. as well as around the world, and uh, we don't just have uh, authors on just because we get a free book. We, we, uh, we review all books, and producers review them as well, and if it's good enough, for us then we share it with our listeners and it is good enough and that's why we've had you on, or having you on today Brian. First off going back to the shameless plug idea for a moment tell us a little bit about Hubspot.
2: Sure. Hubspot's a uh, software company I started uh, 3 years ago with a uh, classmate of mine from MIT and it's basically we help companies take advantage of Google and blogs and Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Pull people into their website to really transform the way they market from doing things like advertising and cold calls and email blasts to more. How do you pull people in in the natural course of the way they shop and learn in Google blogs, social media sites? So it's it's kind of a modern marketing platform to help people match the way they market with the way people buy and uh, buy and shop today.
3: Well, you know there are many many books out there that uh, help marketers navigate social media space these days. How's your book different,
2: Brian? It's it's different in a couple of ways. Um, It's not just about social media marketing. It's more about really transforming the way you market from scratch. For a long, long time, um, the way people marketed hasn't really changed a whole lot. They do um, you know radio ads and, and television ads, a lot of email. They do a lot of cold calling, things like that, and a couple of things have changed people like us here on the radio today we're kind of sick and tired of being interrupted with cold calls and emails and advertisements and we're getting better and better at blocking it out whether that's with using pandora on your iphone or it's using uh, tivo on your television or spam protection and people more and more are turning to blogs and social media and, and, and um, google that's kind of where they live and where they learn and shop and so HubSpot talks about that real transformation that's happening and, and gets into a little bit of the theory, but then gets into very tactically the step-by-step process you need to go through as a business owner as a marketer to take advantage of these changes to really grow your business. So it's a combination of some of the theory, and then it gets very, very tactical. And the book has done remarkably well. We published it, I think, six, seven weeks ago, and it's already sold 20,000 copies. It's on its third printing. So a lot of these uh, social media books don't do that well, but this one's really picked up quite a bit of steam.
3: Well, hopefully we'll sell a copy or two for you. Uh, wanted to get your definition of inbound marketing. I can tell our listeners are all out there saying, "Okay, we, we get the outbound idea here. What's inbound?"
2: Inbound. The way inbound works is most websites today are. Um, I call them brochureware. A website typically is developed. You had an old brochure. You gave it to uh, you know your cousin who's a web designer or your PR company. And they turned it into this gorgeous, beautiful website. But 99% of websites are like billboards in the desert. No one's driving by it. No one's ever seeing your darn website. The idea behind inbound marketing is how do you turn that website into like a magnet on the internet for visitors, where you're pulling them in from from Google, you're pulling them in from Twitter, you're pulling them in from Facebook, you're pulling them in from blogs, and you're turning your website into this hub. And the way I like to kind of think about it is, I'm in Cambridge, Massachusetts today. And there's one highway that goes through Cambridge, there's no airports, there's no real bus stations. And I compare Cambridge with, let's say, New York City, three big airports, a big bus station, two huge train stations, hundreds of highways running in and out. You want your website to be like New York City, and you want to transform the way you think about your website and the way you think about marketing to move your website from Cambridge, Mass., into something more like New York City that's a real hub.
3: Well, it's a great setup for uh as you just described the hub site you say most uh mindset online uh the the old way is the megaphone site.
2: Right. Uh most people have this one way megaphone um, type of site that's exactly right in the book. And you want your site to be um, and not just pushing out but you really want it pulling in and you want it to be having more of a conversation. When the web was first invented back in the late in back in you know 20 years ago a guy named Tim Berners Lee did most of the seminal work around it. It was really designed to be a, a collaboration platform where people communicate with each other and share files. But what the first generation of the web ended up being was really one to many, where you've got a brochureware type of website and it's, it's you know you visit it, but it's, you're not interacting with other people. You're really interacting in their website. More recently, the web has really lived up to its original vision, and it's a much more collaborative, interactive platform now. And so you really want to take advantage of that. You want your website to be more like Facebook, more like a blog, than one of these pieces of brochures. You don't want to be like a megaphone. You want it it to be this collaborative, interactive hub on the Internet.
3: You know, as we wrap up this segment, in your book, you say when it comes to your brand, 75% of your focus should be on what is happening off your website. And I think for most that sounds counterintuitive. Talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that, Brian.
2: It is. A, I see a lot of companies. They spend a lot of time and a lot of money designing a beautiful website, and they worry about all the stuff that's on their website. And at the end of the day, your website is one small piece of the puzzle. It's really like a landing page where the action is is what's happening in your industry on Twitter, what's happening in your industry and for your brand mm-hmm. on Facebook, inside of LinkedIn, when you do searches on Google with all the other websites that are linking back to you. What you want are all these other... You want to rethink your website and think very, very broadly about it and include all those other things as part of what your website's about. So you want to be pulling people in and just have them landing on a very good site. So it's less about the look and feel, um, and it's more about get your head off your website, create some good content there, but get involved in all these other places. And The little bit of analogy I like to use where the links that you get from Twitter and Facebook and other sites that come back to your site those links are sending you traffic and links are to the internet sort of as the US dollars, to the US economy so it's less about how beautiful and expensive and delightful your site looks and more about all those links coming into your site from the rest of the internet
1: and a lot of people don't really understand that Brian. Let's t- we're going to take a break here for just a moment and uh, talk more about that Brian is the author of uh, Inbound Marketing Getting uh, found using Google, social media, and blogs. We're going to talk more about the book in, in just a minute here. At the Advertising Show with Ray Showens and Brad Fortnite.
0: Make informed decisions about your company's advertising strategy. This is The Advertising Show. You worked too hard, you ate too much, the cheesecake made you greedy. But you're aching head and stomach here, this message from Ol' Speedy. alka Welcome
1: back on the advertising show. with am Brad Forsythe and uh, our special is, guest out of uh, Cambridge, I'm Mass. I'm it's Brian Halligan, author of Inbound Marketing. Get found using Google, social media, and blogs. And as I like to say, this is not do-it-yourself stuff. Do not let your uncle or your cousin or the guy down the street design the website and make it all pretty. Make it work. And I, I like the fact that you talked a little bit uh, last segment about, uh, about the importance of uh, generating content and generating activity as it relates to Facebook and Twitter and, uh, and LinkedIn and such. That's, uh, that's a rather important part of the, uh, the whole process, too, Brian. What are you looking for, though? Are you looking for functionality on the website? Are uh, you looking for uh, ease of, uh, ease of uh, finding things when you do get this uh, inbound pull?
2: I think of it in a kind of a step-by-step process. Great question, sort of. Step one on your website is you want to have remarkable content on there. And I love that word remarkable because the content needs to be so interesting that other websites are remarking about it and linking back to your website, clicking on another website and linking back to you. And a guy named Seth Godin, whom I'm a big fan of, uses that word, and I think it's the perfect word. So step one, start a blog, create some content. that's just remarkable. You want other folks to remark about it. Step two is once you've got that content, you're cranking the content out, is you want to optimize that content for Google and for social media sites. You want to include some, some words that describe your business that people might search on in Google that you want to get found by. You want to include those in the content of your article and the title. You want very pithy titles that might spread virally inside of Twitter or Facebook, these social media sites. Once you've got your content optimized, then you want to really promote it inside the social media sphere so you want to get good at promoting inside of twitter and facebook and linkedin and promoting within the blogosphere and the comments of the popular blogs on the internet because your content unlike an advertisement where you place you know you put a billboard up or you put a television on there's a very fixed number of impressions you get if you write a really clever remarkable article on your blog you can get unlimited impressions. If people like it, they will help you spread it. So it's sort of this three-step process that you want to go through to really crank your inbound marketing.
3: Well, you know, let's take advantage of uh, of you being here today, because you sound like a highly opinionated guy. Natby, uh, an event that happens every year, uh, a lot of people listening know all about that. Eisner, Michael Eisner, told Natby delegates recently that the old media is on a death march and that the made-for-web content is an explosion, ready to happen. I'm curious, Brian, uh, as our listeners around the world and certainly on Madison Avenue are all uh listening today and curious about your take on uh traditional advertising, traditional media. Where is it going for the short term?
2: Yeah, I don't think your are gonna be thrilled with my opinion on it, but I, I agree with Eisner sort of I think about marketing over the last sixty, seventy years. In 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 market if I was a marketer seventy years ago, I would take every dollar I could find and pour it into television advertising. You think about mom and dad sitting on the couch watching leave it to Beaver And five minutes into the show, a Paul Mollivac comes on, and you don't have a clicker. You've only got three stations, not a whole hell of a lot on the TV. You end up watching the damn ad. That Paul Mollivac comes on today uh, on a television show. There's no way you're watching it. You're going to fast-forward it through it on TiVo, or you're going to flip the channel. You've got a clicker. It's very, very different today. And I just think Madison Avenue has been built on this great economic engine. If you're a marketer, you just funneling money into that and efficiently turning advertising dollars into customers and i think it's it's the outbound marketing era and it's coming to an end it's not over it's coming to an end same goes for other uh industries and i think there's a whole new industry that's going to get formed and madison avenue will either transform or die and it's around content creation how do you create really interesting viral content how do you get great writers uh editors, folks like that who can create really good content for people that will spread on its own on the internet, not interrupting people, but it's so good on its own, you're getting the community to spread it. So I I think we're at the beginning of sort of the next 50-year revolution, and the next 50-year revolution is advertisers, marketers need to match kind of the way they market with the way people today are kind of shopping and learning, And, and it's really changed quite a bit.
1: So you can send those emails to Brian uh, here at The Advertising Show if you want to do that. It's Ray and Brad with our special guest out of uh, Cambridge, Mass. Brian Halligan, author of Inbound Marketing, got found using Google, social media, and blogs. And if you're hearing this for the first time, please listen closer and then go back and re-listen and then go get the book. We'll be back in just a minute with more.
0: Simplifying the complex world of advertising. To reach Ray and Brad with your questions, log on to theadvertisingshow.com. This is The Advertising Show. Hot dogs, armor hot
1: dogs.
3: What kinds of kids eat armor hot dogs?
1: On The Advertising Show, it's Ray and Brad Forsyth. Sure, happy that you're along for the ride today because we've got Brian Halligan, out of Cambridge, Mass., with a brand-new book. I noticed they sent us the paperback version. It says, not for sale. It's up for bid, though, here at the advertising show this week after I'm choking, Brian. It's called Inbound Marketing. Get found using Google, social media, and blogs. What a great idea and uh, a lot of good information. Welcome back to the show, Brian. Thanks, guys.
3: Yeah, and it's an advance uncorrected proof, so uh, we'll send you the corrections, uh, Brian, and you can. Well, send I appreciate it, gentlemen. Let's uh, <laughs> let's turn our attention to Google for a moment. Uh, you say in your book, getting web pages indexed by Google is not the problem; getting them to uh, rank well is the bigger challenge. So, why don't you start, Brian, by demystifying Google rankings for us, and and then follow that up with a bit of advice for our listeners as to how to better advance their Google rankings.
2: Sure. The two, two founders of Google, um, very interesting guys, They were uh, students at Stanford together, and they were trying to figure out a way uh, when they were working on their Ph.D. to figure out a new way to rank, you know, which article is more important than other articles. And they, the way they came up with, with the, the model to do it is they said, well, how do we decide if our Ph.D. thesis is worth it? How do we know whose is great? And the way that sort of works is Albert Einstein's Ph.D. thesis, every other physicist who's ever come after Albert Einstein reference back to Albert's, uh, good old Albert's uh, thesis. Um, if your thesis isn't very good, no one else references yours. So it's about building on other people's work. And that's how they kind of decided to do, um, index the web. So they index every page in the web. They have them all on their servers. And they decide to serve it up primarily based on how many other websites link back to your website. And the link is one of those little blue lines you click on, it comes back to your site. So if you're saying something remarkable and interesting, lots of other website owners will link back to you. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. So, so uh, the way you, the way you uh, do better in Google and the way you rank well is primarily 75 to 80% about nothing that's really, a lot that's out of your control. It's about all the other people on the internet and what they're saying about your brand, about and about your uh, products, and about the links that are coming into your site. So if your if your blog is really good, or your website is really good, and it's really interesting, or product super differentiated and unique in the marketplace. Like for example, Steve Jobs um, just announced the iPad, really unique and really remarkable product. Millions of people will link to him today. So all of a sudden, Apple will rank in Google for all kinds of terms associated with tablet, with iPad, with uh, wireless computers, everything, because Google really looks at that link. So the best thing you can do is write content that is very interesting and post it on your blog or post it on your site. And if you, if you sort of want to know if you're good at this stuff or not, take your website and run it through websitegrader.com, uh, G-R-A-D-E-R, and that'll give you a score of 1 to 100, on how much mojo you basically have inside of um, inside of Google essentially
3: you know we get uh, we uh, we do a uh, monitoring of the advertising show dot com through Google Alerts, and the number of links to our site from bloggers out there have go- grown dramatically. We do not share links with anyone that sh- sets out to want a link to our site it 's just something we've chosen not to do, yet we have some 1,100 out there that are linking back to our site. And we've seen, uh, Brian, these Google rankings when they solicit uh, a, a share link situation with us and they tout a link, uh, I'm sorry, a Google rank of uh, five or six or seven or eight. What, what do those numbers mean and how high does it go? Could you help us with that?
2: something called Google PageRank, and it's actually named after Larry Page, one of the founders, and it's essentially that model of counting how many websites are linking back to your site, and then looking at the power of those websites linking to you. So if you get a link from the New York Times, it's worth a lot more than if you get a link from your cousin's gardening blog, and then combine that into an algorithm that goes one to ten, and ten is the best, and there's a handful of sites in the world with a ten, and one is the worst. It's an old way they used to do it, and they're sort of phasing that page rank thing out. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's a rough approximation. I actually think you're better off if you want to know what your page rank is, go to a Website Greater and get a sense for how much Mojo you have. It's, a better, okay. it's kind of a better way to do it. In terms of ex- exchanging links, I'd be very careful about that. What Google's figured out is if, let's say you've got 10,000 links into your site, and then you're linking out to 10,000 people, and if there's a heavy overlap in that link structure... Google would say they're up to something sneaky, they're not earning those links, they're trading them, and they can black blacklist you from Google, so you have to be a little bit careful.
1: Do not want to be blacklisted by Google. No, that wouldn't be a idea. good thing. Hey, Brian, <laughs> we are out of time here, unfortunately. To find out more about what's, uh, what, you know, what you guys put together as far as the book goes, you got to go get the book, okay? It's called Inbound Marketing. Get found using Google, social media, and blogs. Uh, blog at HubSpot.com is one place you want to check out, and I also have a web address here for InboundMarketing.com slash book. Just go buy the book, do a lot better job at what you should be doing, and that is uh, pulling folks into your site and, and uh, making the connection. Brian, it's been a pleasure having you here at the Advertising Show today. Thanks for having me, guys. On The Advertising Show is Ray Shillings, Brad Forsyth. We'll be back with more in just a minute. Stay right here. Again, our thanks to Brian Halligan, our special guest on this Encore show here at The Advertising Show with Ray Shillings and Brad Forsyth. The Advertising Show is powered by uh, Tendency. That's a vehicle that's being offered by Shippel. Ed Shippel and his crew, uh, the web gurus here in Houston, do a great job. Check it out. It's com and it is a perfect accompaniment to what we are talking about today here at the Advertising Show with Brian. Advertising Show is being brought to you by Advertising Age magazine. Visit online at adage.com. The Advertising Show is a copyrighted Big Radio Midgets production, and we will talk to you again soon.
2: Do you get it? If you don't, you should. To sign up for free daily email alerts, visit IWantMedia.com.